This podcast contains strong language, gay men, and a Renault kangoo. Hello there. Hello there. And welcome to everybody listening at home. And welcome to the Whole Seekers. Get in the van. Welcome to Get in the Van. Get in the Van. Get in the Van. You notice we've got a slightly smoother tone to our voices this evening. Isn't that right, Jack? Yeah, we're working in this sort of chocolatey register down here. Right down here. We're recording quite late at night in the van. Mm. It's actually, I have to say, a little chilly in here. It is. We've just got some fairy lights and that's for light and warmth. But we're sharing a blanket as well. No funny business under the blanket. Hands where I can see him, Jacob. (laughs) You can't see much. It's very dark. Mm. Um, But we're recording a special episode of Get in the Van today. Yeah, we are. There's nobody but just me and little Jack Mosedale. Isn't that right? That's right. That's right. It's just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Um, <laughs> Some people said to me the other day, they said the Christmas episode, which we recorded together, yeah. was actually the best Part episode we've ever best recorded. Best episode we've ever recorded, yeah. Which sort of makes you feel like, why are we going to all the other effort? Why bother? Why bother? Why bother when we're bringing this much personality? <laughs> Who needs a damn guest? No, I'm joking. Um Well, good, good. And if you want us to expand further on our views on douching, then... Uh, that can, of course, be arranged. That can be accommodated. Just drop us an email. Just drop us an email. Um, and emails are the order of the day, Jack, aren't they? So we've had a lot of people write into us with all of their... Well, we sent a tweet out. Yeah. And we wanted everyone's problems. Um, yeah. We, basically, we want to see what we can help with. Series 2 has really taken a turn. And I think what we've, uh, what we've decided to do is that um, we've decided to really hone in on our sense of philanthropy Mm -hmm. and we're doing this to help you guys we're doing this to sort out your lives your problems as well as our own and so that's very much the focus of this episode today it's all well and good i think learning what we can about love yeah but if we can't then spread that knowledge what's the damn point why are we here what is the point turn on the mics in the first place why did we download audacity yeah why did we buy a van why did we buy it? That is a question I asked myself. Why did we make endless social media accounts? <laughs> because we want to help. So we've got a few emails today mm-hmm. that are genuine cries for help yeah. from people from around the globe, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, and we're going to try and solve them. I'll see whether there's something I can put in post to make this more exciting. I don't know. <laughs> but without further ado, should we just go in? Should we launch into it? Absolutely. Let's crack open the inbox. Dear Jack and Jacob, yep. my name is George and I'm 16 years old. Oh, hello, George. Hello, George. Lovely Thank to you hear for from listening. You. Thank you. I listen to your podcast weekly and love all the advice you give on love. Oh, That's George. Nice. Bless your heart. Well, I'm glad we're helping. I say you're using love too many times in that sentence, but. Yeah, that's alright, he's still at school Recently, my boyfriend, who I'd been seeing for two months Broke up with me via Instagram When he sent me a video of him punching a cake with my name on it Oh god My friend said I should get revenge somehow What do you think I should do? Many thanks, George George God, that's a hard way, isn't it? That's, that's a hard tough. way to be broken it's, up with. Do you know, it is tough being young at the moment are you okay? 
Sorry. No, you, you, that's uh, reminded you of something, sorry, hasn't I'm just it? What's up. that reminded you of there, Jack? <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry about this. Um, yeah. Do you know, George, when I was... I think I was 17, actually, when I was cake-punched. Um, yeah. And I think it was kind of around the start of the craze, wasn't it? It's something that... It's, it's a real social media... Um, that's the thing. thing. It's, up there. So... it's up there with happy slapping and the ice bucket challenge and all of that. Um, yeah, I, 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 I was cake punched, and it. Do you know it hurts because what it's like is it's like watching your little heart, mm. your little sweet sugary heart, getting mm. destroyed. Yeah, right in front of you and in front of everyone else. The hardest about being cake punched because I haven't um, had it done to me, but I have <laughs> done it to somebody else. Really? Is, is I have spend... also done it to someone yeah, else. Of course. As well, I so. mean, it's a craze, isn't it? And we all do it. It's quite know? addictive, you know. Um, is the amount of time that people spend on the lettering of your name mm. is probably more time than they ever have spent putting into your relationship in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. George, let me say this to you. You're young. Okay. You've got your whole life ahead of you. And yeah. just because your boyfriend, you don't give his name here. No. And that's probably best. That's probably for the best because I mean, we could all cake punch him if we had his Instagram handle. Yeah. And mm. we all would. And we all would. We all would. What I'd say is you don't need him in your life, George. No. What you want to do, don't get revenge, okay? Bake yourself a cake, certainly, and then eat every slice. You. Absolutely, absolutely. What I would say, George, is you bake yourself a big old cake and ice your own name into it and eat it. Mm. Eat it yourself. Ingest yourself mm-hmm. and love every second of it. Yeah. Because when you ingest yourself and when you love yourself... You don't need anyone else to ingest you. Yeah. And if you can't ingest yourself, then how in the hell is anybody else going to ingest you? Quite right. Quite right. Well, I'm, I'm happy with that one. George, I hope that's okay. Let, do let us know how it turns out. And uh, yeah. Please, yeah, keep just in as touch, a, as a Just as a plea to all the listeners out there, the cake punching craze, it's got to stop now. You know, it, it, I think it, it's it, got it is, to, it is it, Enough it is, is enough. Because the I've other day, had enough. I saw somebody being sconed to death the other day. So Where? Outside Milton Keynes yeah. Music Hall. Right, right, yeah. Of I was course. there on a, on a, on a, on a, a trip. Yeah, the trip, yeah. yeah. I saw a mother of two getting smacked around the face with a flump. And Is that connected, do you think? I think so. Mm. I, I, that's what I put it down to. I was actually on the top deck of a bus. Yeah. So I was kind of getting a real bird's eye view yeah. of this. There was there wasn't anything. Once, could, once you start, I couldn't have done well. anything to stop. I, I you know I, I wasn't involved. Um, but it was just her. It was her, I think they were her children actually. Mm. Her young children flumping her. Just flumping. They her. were flumping just her repeatedly. silly left right was, center. You, I, and although I was on the top deck of the bus, I could hear the contact that was being made between. Um, Marshmallow and face. Yes, it's hard. And it was it? It when was you harrowing. start. It was difficult to watch when you start abusing people in this way in in a baking sort of way. Mm. It's a rocky road, isn't it? Because you don't know where it's going to stop. I mean, it, yeah, exactly. It just it just wagon wheels out of control. It really does. Um, Jack, you've got our second email. Yeah, so Who's do it from? you. Uh, so this one is from Harriet in Tynemouth. Oh, hi, Harriet in Tynemouth. Hello, Harriet in Tynemouth. Um, Harriet says, so, Harriet says, Dear Jack and Jacob. Hello, Harriet. I'm in love with someone at work, <gasps> but he doesn't know I exist. Uh. He's a full-time vet, 
and I'm a receptionist. And the only contact we have is when he gives me the form with the sick animal's information on it at the end of the appointment. Right. It's tearing me to pieces, mm. and it's starting to have a negative effect on my ability to do my job. Right. I take my work very seriously. Mm, sounds like... Oh, right. That's the end. That's the end. Oh, well, thank you so much for writing in there, Thanks Harriet. for that, Harriet. I'd yeah, say don't despair. Okay. Really? Now, have you? is this a situation you've been in, Jacob, a work-based romance? Yes, I used to work in a veterinary clinic. Did you know that? No, I didn't, I didn't know that. I did work Tell experience more, for please, a month please. in a veterinary clinic. Okay, lovely. Um, they didn't let me near any of the animals. And was that for legal reasons? or Just because after sort of day two, I dropped somebody's toad and... Uh, I'll be honest, it died. So I, I killed a toad. So they didn't, um, they didn't let me near any of the animals after that. I see. That seems that, fair. That seems fair. Yeah, given I, I was in the work environment. I know firsthand how much of a steamy sexual world that of veterinary science can be. It, re- it now it's surprising, isn't mm. it? Isn't it surprising? It seems once you've stuck your hand up one animal. There's no stopping you. I think it's when you've crossed that boundary. That insemination boundary. When you've crossed the boundary between human and animal, I think in many ways the kind of animal instincts find their way back into you. Those animal instincts that we've lost as a culture. Well, yes. And all of a sudden you're prowling round, maybe on or... I've seen people on all fours. Have you? In vets, yeah. Oh, in the vets. In the vets. Right. Because... <laughs> Well, yes, me too. You know, because I was there because for a whole month. Ju- because they've just... It was it's a daily occurrence because they connect with their animals so it's much. It's about learning from the animal, and mm. that's what they're doing. I've seen them prowling around on all fours. I've seen them licking each other's face. It's, it's, I saw a woman piss on a bush once. A, a, yeah. Was it just outside the vet? Just outside was it, the vet. Yeah, no, it's two roads down. But I couldn't help but feel that she was a victim of... Of, uh, of the same Oh it's osmosis It's like a tea in a bag It mm. just starts to seep through Yes And People are uh, tea Tea Bagging Tea bagging Is that what we're calling I've it I've seen that too I've seen that too Yes The animals are uh, tea bagging humans In many ways y- Yeah Yes Yeah No I, Yes I saw that Oh right Well it's a brave new world isn't it And I think the advice we can give to Harriet Is probably Harriet The guy's probably Shagging his patients You know and by patients, we mean... Animals. Yeah. So, Harry, I wouldn't concern yourself too much, because it don't sound like he's hes not just interested in you and your kind. No. But he's, he's not interested in your species. No. And that's hard. That's a hard boundary It is break. hard. But also, Harry, I would say you, you've, you chose to work in a vet. Yeah. You know, you did choose to work in an environment where people fuck animals. And so, yeah. on that basis, my, you know, my sympathies, they can only And go I'd be so surprised far. if you weren't having a, a, a bit on the side oh, as well, Oh, a bit well, of Harriet. slap and tickle with an iguana. Do you know, we've all been we've there. All Let's been not there. pretend. Yeah. I know, absolutely. And, um... Yeah, I I would just say, I mean, keep keep your keep your chin up, keep your pecker up. Yeah, um, you're barking up the wrong tree, <laughs> potentially. <laughs> With all of this animal talk, my next email actually includes um, reference to an animal. Does it? Re- Gosh, we've got some wild listeners, haven't we? We really very do. wild. This one's from Michaela Strachan. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. It's oh, not. is it not? Sorry. Hello, man. Michaela. We do. We know that Michaela's a listener. Michaela. She did tweet, you know, I bet didn't Michaela she? Michaela Strachan at Edinburgh Fringe. 
That's why she yes, tweeted us. That's why she tweeted. She did tweet. Yes, Michaela Strachan. What a lovely woman she was as well. Dear the Hole Seekers. Greetings. Hello. Hello. Greetings from sunny Southend on Sea. Oh, that's it's where my you're hometown. From. I, what, do you know this person? I don't recognise the name on the bottom of the email. Oh, interesting. But, uh, that is where I'm from. Longest pleasure peer in the world. I'm a long-term fan and first-time writer in to the podcast. <gasps> well, thank you very much. Tell me. This is a secondary question. I think. Tell me. I've always wondered. What do you listen to when you're driving in the van? Hmm. I listen to Rusted Roots sometimes. So I'm what sent me on my way. Ooh, doo, ooh, doo, doo. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you try to change it over, don't you? Yeah, I'm more of a reggae man. Yeah. Always have been. Mm-hmm. Always will be. Um, I, yeah, I'm... Listen, I, you know, you'll, and you'll know from listening to the podcast, I'm a very chilled out person. And I put... <laughs> in, in many ways, I put that down to my... Uh, my cons- all, all nigh on constant listening to reggae. We The only time I, I have heard you not listening to reggae is when we have to record the the podcast and i say to you you're listening to the background and i say to you stop that yeah i say you stop that right now yes. don't i you do you do i know it's embarrassing i mean we've we've had to cut it out of, of episodes because we've got into full fights before really i'm i'm desperately trying to put on uh, my favorite reggae artists and uh and J- and jacob just won't let me it's it's a difficult world of cultural appropriation that i think that's the the point that i'm trying to make here jacob. Oh, but i'd say it's you know i'd say it's less appropriation more appreciation and i it's you know and i i i'm just listen i'm just a fan it's in it feels it it feels like it's in my blood yeah so i i'm a i'm a reggae listener but then also um kate bush Yes, it's sort of one. It's remarkable how that changes for you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. One into the other. Yeah, Wuthering Heights into uh, Into... No Woman No Cry. Yeah, example. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but it's the it's the it's the crying element of it that I really get on board with. The sort of the wailing, the wailing. And when you try to sing along, you sort of primarily wail, don't you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. In many ways, one speaks to the other. I will continue with Brian's email. Oh, there's more. Yeah, sorry. What you guys listen to when you're in the van? And then we've answered that, Brian. He says, my problem is thus. I'm a 45-year-old gay guy, and I'm very content living alone with my Argentine white tegu lizard, Whitey. Well, good for you. (laughs) But sometimes I wonder if it's too late in life for me to find human companionship. I know you two are young men, but what advice can you give to an old hole like me? Brian. Many thanks, Brian. And he spelt that with a Y. With a Y. Mm -hmm. Oh, lovely. Um, Brian, first of all, I mean, listen, as we as we've said, I think let's not rule out the possibility. What what, what was his lizard called? Occasion. So it's a, it's a Cajun Argentine white? white tegu lizard. An Argentine white tegu. Oh, I like that. Now I do like whose name is Whitey. Whitey, I do like those. So you've made a good choice there, Brian. It's not a particularly inventive name, I'd say. Whitey. Whitey. Uh, I don't know. I think I wouldn't. I wouldn't go shouting it too loud when you when you might lose Whitey around the house from time to time. But uh, but no, I think that's all right. That's what you want to call it. Do you think that he's allowing Whitey to roam free around his house? That seems ill-advised. Uh, I imagine he probably has one of those lizard leads that they've started stocking in pets at home. I have yes, seen I've those. seen those. I've seen I've those. Seen those. Well. It's sort of, it's got a sort of um, a sort of front cover for the for the belly so as not to strangle the lizard because they can move surprisingly quickly i saw the other day a lizard lead and i thought this was a little um out of taste really go on that was made out of snake skin (gasps) which is strange isn't it well it's like mm. that's like me wearing a a waistcoat should i say made out of of human it's a bit like a 10 bird roast 
mm. isn't it? You know, those things that little it's sell perverse. at Christmas. It's it's, I'm not sure I agree with it. I'm not sure I agree. A bit of, you know... Look Where does it stop with a, a bit of chicken. roast? Here, well, know? and then and then the roast is inside you. And, in, and then what's that? An 11 yeah. meat roast? Because you're the outer layer. You're well, just exactly. alive. And that, and that, then you're just a woman who fl- swallowed a fly, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. My, my, she swallowed a fly. And before you know it, you'll be dead from a horse. Mm, why? Because oh, does that happen in the poem? Yeah, she swallows yeah, of course a horse. It does. I'm sorry. That's and then she sorry. dies. Of course she dies. Of course. Yes, 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 yes. Sorry, I was singing that yesterday. I'm surprised I couldn't remember that there. Um, what was Brian's question again? Sorry, I was, um, we were focusing on the so lizard there. So he's trying to... He's wondering if it's too late in life for him to find human companionship. What How? advice can you give to Brian, an old Brian, I don't think it's ever too late. Do you, it's Never too late. Particularly, he's only 45, oh, Brian, you've got your whole middle life ahead of you. You've got your whole later part of your life ahead of Absolutely. you. You've got the winter of your life ahead of you, Brian. The whole winter. You've had the, the spring. Mm. It must have been great. You've had the summer, presumably that's when you got whitey. Lovely. Autumn there as well, Absolutely. probably going now through crack that. Crack on and some crack knitwear. Crack on with the winter. Everyone loves a big coat, oh, Brian. Yeah, absolutely. Gay men love an oversized scarf, so buy one of those. Yeah. Buy one of those weird shawl things that no one ever said was nice. And, and if I've learned anything from Game of Thrones, it's that winter equals coming. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, certainly, certainly for you, Jacob. I mean, this winter was very fruitful for you, wasn't it? It was fruitful, yes. I planted a pear tree Mm. in my back garden in... uh, This must have been spring 2014. Oh, yeah. And in the autumn of this year, I started to reap the fruits from that pear tree. Yeah. Uh, I froze a few at the time. Oh. And then this winter, I've made many a pear tart. Have you? Mm. And have you have you made a poached pear as well? Because I, I like those. I have poached a pear. I I read a recipe saying you could poach one in red wine. Uh-huh, yes. But I didn't have any red wine on me at the time. So what did you use? I used the, the alcohol which I had, which, which was, was tequila. So I poached right. a pear uh, in, in tequila, reposado. Yes, yes. And um, it, it was a little pungent for my palate. Was it really? Mm. Was it? So in many ways, I don't think I'll be using that recipe again. Um, but in that specific way, winter has been quite fruitful yeah. for me. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and 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 I think um, I think Brian, look, it's 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 never too late. Get yourself out there. Don't underestimate. I mean, I think let's look. Let's bring the two parts of this question together. Use whitey. Get him on his little lead. Maybe nip down to Pet Cyrus. Don't uh, again. Not the snake skin. I don't think we'd, we're we're not advocating that. On, no, uh, that's not, not on, the sort of podcast that we are. Not on this podcast, no. Brian. But um, get get a little lead and take Whitey for a walk round the park. Uh, give him a little go, and I think you'd be surprised how much of a conversation starter Whitey would be. Whitey would be You're absolutely. Quite right. And there are many, many. Just that I know. Many sort of 50-year-olds, let's say, around that age. He doesn't... He, I mean, he says he's 45 here, but we'll, we'll assume... Well, you know, we're going to say... Like he's probably rounded down, well, hasn't he? Brian, so we know... 53. 55. 57. You know, and then when you're there, you're, you're almost 60, aren't you? Yeah. So there's loads of 60-year-old guys that I know that are into lizards. Mm. The other thing I would maybe suggest, Brian, is if now, you know... As, just snowballing off just that. Just <laughs> snowballing off that. Um, your local hospice that that's always they're always going to be looking for volunteers yes aren't they mm. slip in there slip in there and slip take whitey along with you because they're not going to go anywhere they cut in many captive you've audience. got them you've got them there and uh, and i i would be surprised if not at least one 
didn't fall for you there and then. Jack, I agree. I completely agree with your advice there. You used to be a performer. They weren't so bad. I used to go around. I did, yes. Comedy, wasn't it? Uh, Yes, and cabaret. Yes, right. yes. Cabaret as well. What sort of um, cabaret act would you do? Um, it was, uh, it was, it had a sort of light circus gesture to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'd kind of do a bit of juggling, I'd do a mm. bit of unicycle, a bit of knife. Um, but crucially, throating. you'd you'd end up naked. Crucially. Y- yes. No. That was the end. That was that was the end of every performance. Was I would I would somehow end climax. up naked, and so there would often be um, there would often be singing and dancing and um, clicking. Um, and uh... well, clicking keeps them awake, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and it would be, and I'd sort of sometimes I do a kind of immersive thing. You know, I'd get them all out the room, and I'd I'd decorate, and so I did. I sort of set up situations that they might recognise. You know, we did um, Dunkirk. You did Dunkirk. Them. We did, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you just put some sand down on the floor there. Just put some sand down. Um, I just put some sort of pictures of of uh, of tanks on the wall, which was sort of so it looked like they were a fair amount. What I would away. have done, I would have sort of started throwing dodgeballs at them as well. Yeah, no, we did that. We did. I did that with the juggling balls. I'd sort of juggle, 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 throw a ball at them, get them to duck down if if their Shout bones something in German, would allow. Perhaps. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. The planes are coming. Oh no, we're not going home. All of that kind of thing which in many ways was true very few of them are that is such a restorative uh, experience oh and they were weeping they were weeping and they they were absolutely weeping and and i and i thought this is why i do it really this is why i do it and so i I was getting my clothes on at the end and uh and (laughs) in this room full of weeping um oaps yeah that's why that's it's those are the moments those are the moments we all live for yeah me i think it might be lovely i've got a lovely email here <laughs> are you enjoying this by I'm the way absolutely loving this this is making me feel like a terrific person and yes and i think that's why we're doing it <laughs> dear jack and jacob my name is cheryl Anne, and i'm a public servant living in paris france <gasps> now i've just got back from paris cheryl nobody's interested the other week listening to your podcast on the metro I met eyes with a handsome stranger mm. who I've since seen every day on my commute. On the metro or... Yes. He wears a lot of leather, <gasps> so I wondered if perhaps that might be a good way of starting up a conversation. How would you approach the mystery man on the metro? Please help, Cheryl Ann. And please help at the end had three exclamation marks. On oh, it. so she's... Uh... Oh, so, so she needs either that or, or when typing the email, she's been attacked. Well, yes. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll keep our fingers crossed for you, Cheryl Ann. But um, it's, if you um, are still there, yeah, here's our advice. Here's our advice. Yeah. So, well, she's obviously very keen on this mystery man in, in mm. all his leather. Does she go into any detail about what the leather? Uh, any specifics of the leather? She's actually sent reference images. Oh yeah. What's some? What's so she's there? taken? You know, when you try to snap a sly image uh, of a stranger yeah, so on I've a train. I've done that myself. Yeah. Um, so the man. He's wearing quite tight leather trousers. Right. Okay. Well, that's good. I I, I, I have seen loose leather trousers and I don't particularly go for those. Mm. So. He's, he's sort of a mustachioed man. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's got a quaint little leather beret um, oh, okay. balanced atop his oh, head no, as well. In sort of a blue and and uh, black stripe. Right. So a sort of a sort of nighttime Breton stripe. Mm. Okay. In many ways, but in leather. But in leather, yes, yes, yes. 
This reminds me of something that happened to me on public transport. Does N- it? Now? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, not that, but something else. <laughs> and um, sitting at home, Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> I am. Um, I was once sat on the Hammersmith and City Line in London. Why? This is Goodness, a true story. Where on earth oh, were you going? I don't know. Somewhere shite. And um, I I was um, sat on the Hammersmith and City line and a, and a man was sat opposite me. This is a completely true story. A man was sat opposite me and um, we started making eye contact with one another, just very fleeting, oh. just momentary. Um, and I thought he was very attractive and, um, and I was sort of looking at him occasionally and he was looking at me occasionally. And then I had my headphones in and he then, at the end of the tube journey, he, I was still sat down, he gets up, comes over to me takes my hand, says something to me, and leaves the train. And I don't know what he said because I had my headphones in. Really? That genuinely happened. Oh my God. That's true. And I don't know who this man is. And then a week later on the tube, I had like a spate of tube romances. A week later, another man on the tube, again, very attractive, came over to me. I was like, this time I'm going to take my headphones out. And he was like, where did you get your jeans from? And I just said top man and then he left. So that maybe wasn't uh, that romantic, but it could have been special. Wow. Yeah. Cheryl Ann, thank you so much for writing in. I'd say go for it. Yep. Because he uh, yeah. doesn't have to be a massive gay. Okay, but he probably is. But well, quite possibly. Even if he is, and he's the wrong match for you. Well, well even if he is, Cheryl Ann, give him a peg. And uh, if you're in the, if you choose your position carefully, just he can't see you. He can't see what's going on. Just give him a peg. Give him a peg. He'll be none the Blindfold wiser. him and give him a peg. Yeah. Have you got an, one more? I've got one last one. One last one. And Let's hear it. This is from John, and that's John without an H. That's John. Oh, J O N. J O N. John. Yeah, that's John in, and this is John lives in Greenwich. Now, John says. Hello, Jack and Jacob. Hello. I am single <gasps> and I want to travel. Ah. Uh. Potentially to meet some new partners. Yes. Both serious and casual. I like the sound of John. Yes. I feel like I'm not attracted to any of the men in my local area mm. and it's starting to make me depressed. Ah. Uh. Is there anywhere you would recommend? <laughs> so, John... I'm moving to Greenwich. <gasps> Goodness me, what coincidence. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What? Would you fancy that? That John from Greenwich has written in saying, I'm not attracted to any of the men in my local area. So after years Deary of me. me and Jack living 50 metres apart, I'm moving to Greenwich. And to be honest with you, John, when I come, those standards are going to go up, up, up. All right, I'm going to be bringing the hordes with me, John, so stay exactly where you are, because Greenwich is about to be Poontown. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you, Jacob. I mean, and that, look, listen, that's lovely that you would that you would offer yourself up like that without so much as a picture or even an age from John. Um, John John's question, just to, just to bring it back on track, yeah. um, is there anywhere you would recommend? For, for men? For, for John. For, for oh, men, right. for Paddington. Go to to Paddington. West I mean, London. when he said travel, I don't think he necessarily means exclusively in the London area. Go to Paddington because 
look, <laughs> there's all the rich gays there. They're all good looking. There's a couple of Brazilian prostitutes as well around the area who, if you catch them when they're drunk enough, you can have sex with. And I think that's a good note to end the episode on, John. Paddington, free Brazilian prostitutes. Yeah. Just to clarify who that. Who say better? Jacob, yeah. Or if you're going further afield, why not Brazil? Why not? Because you can get Brazilian prostitutes, the authentic ones, not the ones that have come over here and, and started putting diamonds you on You ever had a Brazilian prostitute, Jacob? You're, you're oh, mentioning many, them. Many. Very frequently. Have many. you really? Do you know what? So, yeah, I have. have South, you? Yes, I have. But <laughs> South American prostitutes no 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 i haven't paid i haven't i haven't paid for sex in my life and i can that's true okay but south american men in general south american prostitutes sorry who over here i found them in my experience to be absolutely insane insane they fall in love and then when when you don't reciprocate they kill they try to kill you I had a Brazilian man once turn up on my doorstep at 4am, unannounced, yeah. asking me to, to come down and to to be with him forever. Oh, goodness me. And what did you say? Oh, I said, of course. <laughs> I should hope so. And uh, away we went to sunny Mexico. Oh, lovely. Anyway, six months later, there yeah. I am, a drug mule. Uh, uh, well, absolutely. And look, you know, the, the shine really wears off guacamole after a while, doesn't it? Uh, the shine wears off and a crust starts to form. Mm, yeah, if, if you, you leave, leave off the lid. There was no need for the lid. No need for the lid. The top of the guacamole formed a lid harder than the lid itself. Uh, yeah, yeah. John, stay where you are. I'm coming. Stay where you are, John. <laughs> Well, that's all the emails we've got, I think, isn't it? It is, but it's been an absolute pleasure answering oh, all really of those, has, hasn't it? Has. Yeah, absolutely. We do this podcast to learn about love, mm. and now we're sharing it. It all comes full circle. We just, yeah, we're giving back. We're giving back. We like to give and receive. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, in I many th- ways, we're like number eighty-one on Jack's love list. <laughs> So I think, um, well, I think, listen, I think that's all the problems in the world solved now, all the important ones. It is. If you have any problems or any difficulties... Please, please keep on writing in. Email us at theholeseekers at gmail.com. We love to read them. Absolutely. We really genuinely do. Wherever you are in the world, it's not too far. And we love bringing you into the van. We really do. You can come into the van anytime you want. Absolutely. And I suppose now all that's left to say is... um, Get out of the van. Look, you lot. Get out of the van. Get out of the van. Get out, Get out of the, out van. the van. Get out. Get out of the van. Jack, start up that engine. Let's fuck off. <sighs> no, I'll add it first. <laughs> God's sake. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.